We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and you know. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Wednesday. Happy hump day. Another great MAGA morning. Good morning, all you MAGA Republican deplorables in the chat. I see you all running your mouths before the show starts. Alan the Cigar Queen. Yeah, James last night on We the People Radio. I swear, while he's, I guess, doing the intro, he's like, and the right wing cigar, and, and like Q started coming out. I'm like, this motherfucker's going to call me Cigar Queen. That's all good. <clears throat> call me whatever you want. It's, uh, I like when people talk shit about me anyway. Ah, oh, good cigars go. Thanks, Rocket. I appreciate it. If you ordered cigars this past uh, few days, all the orders went out. A bunch of orders went out yesterday, and actually some more have to go out today. I, I'm literally worried <clears throat> that I might run out of cigars in the next two weeks maybe even sooner the way the orders are coming in i i like i have to hold some back because i have a big event at the end of the month and i'm waiting for there's like i think it's either six or eight thousand cigars that are being uh rolled at the factory that are hopefully going to be shipped out next week or the end of this week but yeah, i guess it's a good problem to have when people like your product and it's uh it's gaining popularity so it's cool so thanks everyone that has supported my cigar company. It's great. <clears throat> hit the like button. Uh, hit the thumbs up. Look at my dog. I have to get the dog cam. He just uh, entered entered the studio and is sitting in the leather chair staring at me. But uh, when is James joining you for a morning show? James can't get up this early. He's on, he's on the West Coast. It's like, what is it, like 5 a.m. there, fam? And, he, you know... He he can't he can't hack the morning show. <clears throat> you're putting in another order, Jonathan Allen. I, I don't get cancer, right, buddy? I mean, it seems like you're smoking a lot of cigars. <laughs> I had never smoked until now, Rocket. Well, that's good. That's good. I don't want to be the cause of your demise, but anyone that tells you cigars are bad for you, I mean, they'll probably kill you. But like over time, George Burns smoked was 15 cigars a day. His doctor told him, you know, you shouldn't smoke that much, and he outlived his doctor. I don't smoke 15 a day, but I'm pretty much a daily smoker. 
Not often I go a day without having a great cigar. It's my yoga. Jobs Dead's in the chat. Good morning. Laura Ann, Rocket, and Jonathan Allen, of course. Yes, got your message, of course. Every morning, get fucked. Thanks, James. I love it. So, all right. I, <clears throat> listen, I'm not going to be, I'm just going to, right, right off the bat, because now, you know, there's a big war going on. And there will be coverage of it. I just saw something this morning about uh, our first, the first plane of um, United States munitions has landed in Israel, I guess this morning or yesterday, I think this morning, our time. Um, We know we're going to get entrenched in this war and we can go on and on and on about theories, facts, falsehoods, all that shit. Picking sides, who's bad, who's not. I'm not going to be one of those shows that's going to continuously hammer what's going on over there. I, I'm, of course, if we are, well, when we get entrenched in this war fully with boots on the ground, of course, we'll be updating and things like that. But we have completely put everything on the shelf that's happening in this country because these goat fuckers decided they wanted to kill a bunch of Israelis and then back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I just don't, <clears throat> I'm not going to end up, because all of these shows, that's all they're going to do. That's all they're going to do. And I'm over here like, well, what's happening in America? We should be talking about that. We should be talking about literally the open house, like you're selling a home and you have an open house, the open house southern border. We should be talking about what's going on with these cucks in Congress. I think they're starting with today's Wednesday. They should be starting to hold elections today for Speaker of the House, which I'm sure Kevin McCarthy is going to somehow finagle his way back into. I just have that gut feeling. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Eddie's finally in the chat. He was having problems the last two days. He was seeing us. He wasn't able to partake in the chat. So, uh, Eddie333. Good to see you. Good to see you. If you're new, hit the thumbs up. Say hello. Tell me where you're from. I love to see it. We Again, we have a great morning community here that we have built pretty quickly that we are definitely trying to grow, and we have been. So tell your friends, tell your coworkers, hey, what do you do in the morning? You should put this show on and hop in the chat because we have a really good time. <clears throat> it worked. It worked, and I, there you go, Eddie. Now I know it worked. You just told me to get fucked. I love it. I love it. See, it worked. It, it worked. So, yeah, I, I really just want to focus on what I set out to do, like, with this show, with what's happening in America, what's going on with Donald Trump and the campaign, what's going on with Donald Trump and his political persecutions, what's going on with the piece of shit zombie that occupies the White House, you know? Gulfstream 650. You're not new. You've been here. What are you talking about? Anyway, Gulfstream 650. He's probably flying around in a Gulfstream right now on Rumble. Probably some billionaire. Just, yeah, my name's Gulfstream 650 because it's the name of my fucking plane. Anyway, hold on. So, I wanted to start out with a tweet I had just come across literally 10 minutes before we went live. And I retweeted it. 
and I don't know who this person is. <clears throat> I just started following them. Uh, Joey Manorino. And I think he's a, he's a conservative. He works on campaigns, and I believe he has a podcast. But he put out this tweet, which, one, I, I just don't agree with at all. And it says, the leader of Hamas just called for a global day of jihad this Friday. Do not leave your homes that day unless there is an emergency. Avoid public transit. Avoid airplanes. Avoid public events. In other words, self-imposed lockdowns. And I say to that, fuck you. No thanks. I will not live in fear. I will not live in paranoia. There is a difference between living in paranoia and have situational awareness, which I've had every day of my adult life, especially working as a paramedic in New York City and even before that and just learning from other people. Your head should always be on a swivel and you should always be aware of your surroundings. But I'm sorry, but the goat fuckers can call a global day of jihad all they want. I'm not going to live in fear behind my curtains, looking out my window, clutching my firearm and canned goods, wondering when they're going to come for me. No, I'm an American. This is my fucking country. I will be aware of what's going on, as everyone should. But enough with the fear-mongering, okay? Because th that, is, that is what this is now, and this is what they want. They want us to live in fear. They want us to walk on eggshells. They want us to be those people that are like, the boogeyman is right around the corner, and I'm, I'm afraid to live. I'm afraid to go out and have a good time. So, hey, good morning, Hog. Good morning. I don't think you were in the chat yesterday. Did you take a day off? I didn't see you. Unacceptable. So the fear-mongering has begun. Again, use situational awareness. We're, we're not, well, I shouldn't say that. There are a lot of stupid people out there. I'm imagining if you're watching or listening to this show, you're somebody who can use their brain with, you know, for rational thinking and not be a stupid moron. Carry a firearm if you can. If it's legal. Have your firearm near you, obviously. I mean, if you, if you can carry, carry. You should always be carrying, not just because they're calling for a global day of jihad. Don't live in fear. Because, again, that is what they want. Hey, listen, if you want to sit home on Friday worrying about, oh, my God, they're, you know, they may come and, and start bombing places, well, then you might as well live that way every day. Oh, you are, you are here this morning, Hawk. Well, I, I, I apologize then, sir. Yeah. Fuck that. Live in fear. Really? <clears throat> no, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do what I do. You know, people are like, are you, are you gonna are you gonna keep your kid home from school? No. No, I'm not. No. And she she would want to go to school anyway. You know, it's they're always calling for days of jihad. Unless Friday they're gonna activate all of these illegal aliens that have come into the country from these Muslim American hating countries, America hating countries. And then it's just going to be a mass, you know, jihad day, and they're going to be blowing up churches and schools. Well, then you know what? You can all tell me I told you so. 
Not saying that I don't think that would ever happen with these people that they've let into the border because we should be concerned about that, but not to live in fear. I don't fear shit except for my inner demons. I got you there, brother. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, AP Unfiltered, you know, I popped in and then my phone rang and then I got sidetracked and I, and I wanted to come back and I apologize, I didn't. I did pop in uh, for, I was in there for a few minutes and I didn't even get a chance to say hello. You did a five-hour live stream yesterday. That's wild. You know, it's funny, like, because I think AP Unfiltered is like me a lot. You do a lot of solo shows. So it's, thank God for the live chat. I used to do solo shows where I wasn't interacting with the chat and I was just speaking and it was all edited and stuff, you know, like pre-recorded. And uh, not many people can do solo like that. They always either need someone to counter off like a co-host or a guest and uh if you did a five-hour solo the five-hour solo live stream well that's 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 pretty impressive so i'm glad i decided to go live and then interact with the chat and then have you know whack jobs like you that watch me every morning that you're all just crazy in the head for doing that which i appreciate by the way i appreciate it <clears throat> They had to reanimate Biden's corpse. So yeah, again, the whole thing with, if, if you're going to start seeing these tweets, I wonder how many more we're going to see of this global day of jihad this Friday. Don't leave your homes that day unless it's an emergency. No, how about you fuck off and I'm going to live like the free American that I am, but I'm also going to have situational awareness. Oh yeah, speaking of, I just saw AP Unfiltered drop the Twitter uh link in there you know my instagram i've no i noticed it this morning over the past like 48 hours i've lost like 300 followers and my they they, they they must have me shadow banned horribly because i was literally going to i was reaching no exaggeration i have the screenshots of it somewhere like 8 million accounts in my analytics to like overnight it went from 8 million 8 million accounts i was reaching to like 500,000 to 300,000. Now this morning, I think I'm like reaching 19,000 accounts. It's only a matter of time before they just zap the page. No, no, there's no rhyme or reason. There's no, you know, uh, notifications other than, oh, this, this uh, one or two of the posts, this post has been fact-checked by retards and we're saying it's false, even though we know it's not false. We're just a bunch of fucking morons. But if, um, follow me on Instagram if you're not. It's Alan Jacoby, 1776. It's right down there in the ticker there, in the old ticker below me. All right. So, yeah, the, the, the stupid the stupid tweets, the stupid advice that this Friday, the global day of jihad to, to, to lock yourself in your home. Listen, you do you. But again, don't, don't subscribe to the fear-mongering. Don't be one of those people that just know that the threat is always there. The threat was there the moment. The threat has always been there. But the threat increased as soon as Joe Biden got into office and opened the border. Has the threat increased because of now this war with the goat fuckers? Most likely. It did. But it doesn't mean for you to live in fear. That is what they want. They want you to live in fear. I refuse to do it. So before we get into... uh 
some of this border stuff, and then we'll, we'll do some updates. You know, Joe Biden made some comments, some remarks about the war and, and and within Israel and some other things and missing Americans and all that. I'm sure you all know who Steve Cortez is and his daughter, uh, Kinsley Cortez. Steve Cortez went full on, abandoned Donald Trump, uh, was a huge Trump fanboy, tremendous Trump fanboy. Obviously not a Trump loyalist. He saw an opportunity to run, be a national spokesman for Ron, Rob Meatball DeSantis' super PAC, never back down. I can't even get double digits in the polls anymore. And he was full on bashing Trump. Look at me. I'm the, I'm the spokesman for never back down super PAC. And I, I'm going to be like a hype man. I'm going to expose Donald Trump and all this shit. Well, guess what? The Santa Super PAC spokesman Steve Cortez leaves group. He's out. He saw the writing on the wall, which I don't understand because apparently he's like this brilliant economist and all this shit where he didn't just see that this was a train wreck to begin with. And he's now, it seems, off the Rob Meatball DeSantis gravy train. Gravy train. It's more like the... It's not even a train. It's a trolley that's barely running. Steve Cortez, a key aide and spokesman for the pro-gov, Ron DeSantis, never backed down Super PAC, exited the group, according to a statement released Tuesday. Steve launched his own show, his own, another, another guy, I mean, cringy podcasts like Jenna Ellis, launched his own show and left his role as a spokesman for Never Back Down. So that's his excuse. Hey, guys, I'm starting a show, and I can't do this anymore. Meanwhile, I saw a clip on his show, and I think one of the first things he did was uh, celebrate Donald Trump's foreign policy and basically say this wouldn't be happening if Donald Trump was president, which I, I find unbelievably great because now I, I, I'm pretty sure what he wants to do is he wants to be accepted back into the MAGA community. And I say to people like this, fuck off. You have blown up that bridge. And as even Cash Patel had said, we're, we're, we're making um, uh, note of who's leaving and you're not welcome back. So again, Steve launched his own show and left the role as spokesman for Never Back Down. He will continue to support Governor DeSantis in his personal capacity. That's the spokeswoman from the DeSantis campaign, Erin Perrine. And I I believe she's one of the people that have blocked me. Uh, I know Christina Pushar and a bunch of others have me blocked. I I think she had me blocked and then unblocked me. They're all all clowns. It is unbelievable. Cortez publicly acknowledged that DeSantis' campaign faced an uphill battle against former President Donald Trump, commanding lead during a Twitter space in July. Right now in national polling, we're way behind. I'll be the first to admit that, said Cortez, who worked on Trump's past campaigns. So the guy is literally just an opportunist. Like a lot of these people, what's in it for me? Am I getting paid? Am I having access? Could I have a possible job if if I campaign for this individual and they get into the White House? Cortez also described Trump's primary victory as inevitable during a radio show interview last month. So again, it's writing on the wall. You made a big mistake, but you should be done. His daughter, Kinsley, based as fuck, she's a national spokesperson woman, I believe, for the out of the D.C. Young Republican Club, and uh, she frequents New York Young Republican Club events, and she is um, hardcore MAGA Trump, hardcore MAGA Trump. Steve, you should have stuck with your daughter, who obviously has more sense 
politically than you do and probably ever will. So I thought that was interesting. They're bailing the meatball train one by one because they see what a loser it is. It's just, that's it. It's, it's, it's over again. And I said it yesterday. You said it yesterday, the day before that we, the RNC needs to just squash all other Republican candidates running for the primary because Donald Trump, he has incumbent numbers. He is over 60%, 60, 61, 62. I think I saw one that was 64. He's, he's polling better than Joe Biden in a lot of places and neck and neck in others. It's time for the RNC to grow the fuck up and realize that Donald Trump is who the majority of Republicans want as the nominee and enough with all of the crybabies, but mean tweets. And, oh my God, he's indicted. We can't do that. Well, from all these boomer moron Republicans, shut up, get on board or get left behind. Because you know what? We have to keep pushing forward to change this party, to take over this party. There is no room for a third party. It's mathematically just impossible to create a third party and get the momentum because once that happens and the Republican Party is fractured, the Democrats win every time. So MAGA Republicans, whatever you want to call yourselves, step up. It's time to push, 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 take over push aside all of these gutless white wine swilling Republicans that just care about their side parts, red ties, and what event they're going to at whatever country club they belong to. Fuck them. It's a new day. It's a new Republican party. And if we stop, then they win. We lose. Democrats win with all of these ridiculous retards that we have running in Republican seats that are just end up being uniparty shills anyway. So there will never be another Donald Trump. So we have to ensure whether it's people that are in politics now that are America first MAGA loyalists, America first loyalists, or we have to, find those people. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's someone you know. Maybe it's someone with a head on their shoulders, a rational head on their, and a a rational America first thinking head on their shoulders. That's what we need. And it's going to be interesting today. I'm sure when they start the house speaker elections, all the bullshit we're going to hear from everybody, because to be honest with you, I'm just, I'm done with them all. Some more than others. Some maybe have a fighting chance. But, I mean, tell me, do do you think Kevin McCarthy becomes Speaker of the House again? Do you think they're going to allow Jim Jordan to become Speaker? Especially now with everything that's happening over in the Middle East. I mean, they're rallying hard. Uniparty Republicans, establishment Republicans trying to get him back in office. It's a fact. That's what they're doing. I've heard so much buzz this past week of the the inner workings, <clears throat> the side deals that they're attempting to, to make for Kevin McCarthy. 
Kevin McCarthy, I saw on Newsmax's ticker this morning, not interested in the nomination, but yesterday it was the willing to serve if needed. That guy gets nominated and he gets what, the 218 votes? You think he's, again, he's not going to turn around and say, nah, I don't want to be speaker. No, no, he's going to take that speaker and he's going to fuck everybody he can that went against him. America first, people. And he's going to sick his donors on them by means of funding opponents for them in elections. Just keep that in mind. And you should already know that. All right, next up, listen, the border. This is, this is America's number one problem right now. I don't care what other fucking issue you may come up with in your head. The fact of the matter is the open border right now is the number one problem America faces, especially now with what's going on in the Middle East and all of the people that have been pouring in over the past two years. And now the amount of people that I believe is going to pour in going forward until they do something about it. Because with what's going on now in the Middle East and all of these jihadist goat fuckers that hate America, they're all sending in their people. <clears throat> and they're going to send them in more now than ever. Get to America. Get to America. And these people aren't coming here to seek asylum. These people are here. These people are coming here on assignment. Make no mistake. Ben Burkwam, who's he's he always does. I'm sorry if I'm not saying his name right, but I'm Ben Burgwam is the Q silent. <clears throat> he's always doing great border reporting for Real America's Voice. Sometimes he shows up at events and speaks. The guy's like living down there. <clears throat> he's probably one of the top border correspondents. And here he is reporting. Border Patrol confirms significant numbers of Syrians and Pakistanis pouring into Arizona. Speaking of Arizona, Carrie Lake just announced she's running for Senate yesterday, which pretty cool. And she was officially endorsed by Donald Trump. She is polling uh, better than Democrats already. Uh, let's see what happens there. <clears throat> so the border continues to be a major crisis for the United States. Well, no shit. And it's going to get worse, I believe. One of the biggest concerns right now is the number of potential terrorists that are just walking into our nation thanks to, yes, the criminal, corrupt Biden regime. Ben Bergwam, Berkwam, Bergwam, I'm going to call him Bergwam. There you go. Was in Lukeville, Arizona this week to show just how bad it's getting. This is today, and it will be like this tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. And this is one point on our border and it's like this across the entire border, which is true. Texas, Arizona, San Diego, everywhere. The footage shows a Border Patrol truck being used to transport the luggage of illegal aliens. They're taking away protective measures by turning our border agents into porters. A good portion of these illegals are from terror hotspots like Syria and Pakistan, with some from northern India. The mainstream media either downplays this or simply doesn't report it. Now, 
Syria, Lebanon, all of these people that are now denouncing America's involvement in this Middle East war. They're denouncing Israel. They're all pro-Palestine. They're all pro-Hamas. They're all pro-fucking terrorists because they are terrorists. How many of them are here? Tens of thousands. How many of them are coming? How many of them are at the border right now just waiting to come in? Too many. And you're going to tell me that they're not going to be used for something? Or... I mean, they're moving freely in our country, and we have no idea who these people are, what they're about, what their intentions are. They're not here seeking asylum. Here's a, a video from Ben's reporting. And this is, if the ending of this video doesn't make you sick about what Biden and Mayorkas are making our Border Patrol do, nothing will. This is from Lukeville, Arizona, and this is actually a video from yesterday morning. Oh, look. That's what we're doing right now, again, day after day after day. You saw the footage I just put out two days ago. This is today, and it'll be like this tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. Curbside checking. This is one point on our border, and it's like this across our entire border. Look, they even get fancy shuttle service to their nearest bus to go to their nearest hotel. Free transport. We've had one bus and three transport vans leave so far. These tents are full behind me. We've got the fighting age men in the back tent and then a combination of men and women and children in these other two tents. But all while this is happening, you've got illegals being sent by the cartels from Sonoyita. They're coming across the border. They're buying all their camo gear there and then they're rushing the border. We have less Border Patrol resources on the line because what's happening here? I've seen 15 Border Patrol vehicles here while this is all happening out there. Uh, Ty, actually, right before we got here, he went, followed a, a Border Patrol truck, and as he went up, there was a, an illegal that they had caught. But there are hundreds more that get through here that don't get caught because of what's happening here, because of what we're allowing here. Yeah, how many are truck not apprehended? used simply to carry the luggage <laughs> for illegals. The what, entire truck what service? used to carry the luggage for the illegals. Oh, there's some airline tickets. That Border Patrol agent was taken off the line to carry the luggage for the illegals that just came into our country. Such great service. Such great service. Come on. This is just, wait, and this this has been going on and going on and going on, and they don't want to report on it. Thank God for people like Ben. They don't want to report on it. They don't want to show you what's happening. How much footage have we seen from the southern border? It shouldn't surprise you by now, but then you look at it and you're like, wow. All the shit that they're saying that's not happening at the border is 100% happening at the, at the border, but worse than they're saying. It's, it, it, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Over 150 people caught at the southern border who were on the FBI terror watch list this physical year alone. And when Jake Sullivan was asked if Americans should be worried after Israel was attacked, he said, we continue to remain vigilant about terrorist threats to the homeland from anywhere. Now talk about that because if that was true, the border would be closed. Oh, here's that here's that moron, Jake Sullivan. Yeah. 
Thanks, Jake. Um, so on the home front, over 150 people who are on the terrorist watch list have been seized along the southern border this fiscal year, and we've reported that there's been a hundred, over 1.5 million known gotaways since the Biden administration took office. Is this something the American people should be worried about right now? We continue to remain vigilant about terrorist threats to the homeland from anywhere. It is something that we are very much program on, scripted. that we are consulting with the Congress on, that we are seeking to secure the necessary resources to continue to work through. And anytime we see any threat stream involving a terrorist threat to the homeland, we mobilize every asset and resource the U.S. government to go after that. And that includes and take their luggage. Uh, information and analysis <laughs> that uh, we have shared bullshit. with the Congress about plots emanating from the Middle East, plots emanating from other places. We'll continue to do that. We also will continue to take steps to pursue a humane, orderly border policy, and we will work no, with won't. the Congress in the weeks ahead uh, to continue to get the resources, resources we need to be able to do that. I would point out that in the last supplemental, we actually sought additional funding for the border, uh, which was not forthcoming in the ultimate package that went through. Uh, so the, the Biden administration has said to Congress already, we're looking for more resources to be able to deal with uh, the, the continuing <clears throat> challenges that we have at the border. Yeah. The continuing challenges we have at the border. First of all, they only want money to, to enable them to process them through easier, not to prevent them from coming. Let's, let's be clear. They don't want to stop them from coming. Even now, even now, with what's going on, the moment that attack happened, the President of the United States should have signed an executive order that says, I am deploying. I, I messed up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall on the sword. I want every state to deploy the National Guard, and I'm going to deploy the military to do a tremendous apprehension operation of military-aged men, priority, military-aged men who are illegal aliens in this country. We're going to apprehend them. We can start vetting them in custody and deporting them, deporting them out of this country, especially of those special interest areas that hate America, those special interest aliens of over 70,000 that are in this country that they caught and let go, or maybe so they have still some in custody, how many did they not catch? Yes. Yes, Hog, I love it. They have become border bellhops, curbside checking at the border. You don't have to pack light. We have trucks that will transport all of your possessions to wherever you need to go it's all a scam the border is open syrians pakistanis uh afghanis how many people here are legit affiliates of major terrorist organizations that are working with the cartels how much money is the cartel being paid by these jihadist goat fucking groups to get their terrorist cells into the country. They both hate America. What, you think they're not working together? You don't think there's major money on the table? I mean, you don't think that the $6 billion that they unfroze for Iran that's sitting there as a credit line 
maybe they're not using that money directly right there, but they, they, they have it now. It's theirs. They can use it because they're using their other money. You know, money's fungible. Ah, good morning, Buck Fiden. <clears throat> but yeah, this is, um, yeah, special interest illegals. They all, they're all here for a reason. They're, these military-aged men are not here to seek asylum. They're here moving around, making money, consuming our resources, just waiting. What are they needed for? You have, in the last two days, you had all of these pro-Palestine protests that I'll say it again, with all of these anti-American, Democrat, socialist organizations and nonprofits I believe that they're just immobilization drills to see what support they got and who showed up, who hates America, who hates Israel. Maybe they'll just, with the, with the Jewish communities here in this country, especially in like places like New York, everywhere that has them, why not target them on American soil or along with Americans? Because they hate America and they're allies with Israel. They're like the aliens from Independence Day. Yeah. They just consume every resource. They're here to die, apparently. I'm sure, you know, for the cause, we know how they think they're willing to die, whether it's suicide bombings or taken out by, whether it's American citizens, law enforcement, military, whatever it is, <clears throat> it's the mission. It is the mission. And this is the problem. This is the huge problem. But we're going to fund them. Our government's going to fund them through, you know, giving money to Iran, giving money to this group, giving money to that group. It doesn't stop there. And, you know, the physical year just ended, right, for the, for the government and everything. So now some reports are coming out here. Here's another one. 24,000 Chinese migrants apprehended at Southwest border. In physical year 2023, 24,000 Chinese migrants, aliens that were caught. How many were not caught? Because there's a tremendous population of them in New York City that were being processed through pro uh, processing centers there, I believe in Midtown. So how many Chinese aliens are in this country that align deeply with the CCP? Granted, there probably are a tremendous amount of them that are fleeing communist China. But can we dismiss the fact that there are Chinese aliens that are CCP communist cells here to maybe do other nefarious activities? Maybe they're sending some of their best hackers into this country. Maybe they're sending, you know, who knows? Who knows? But it just goes to show that there's no control over the border anymore anyway. None of this would have happened under Donald Trump. So, you know, this is, this is the way it is. Big Mac 79, good morning. Good morning. And if you're new, because, I again, I, I try to remember everybody's names, but it seems like you might be new. Glad to have you. Glad to have you in the chat. Hit the thumbs up button or you're a fed. Don't be a fed, Big Mac 79. Big Mac, and the way you spelt Mac, are we a truck driver that drove Macs for a period of time? 
Just curious. In 79, is that the year you were born? Big Mac. The first fire truck I ever drove, because I was in the fire service for quite a while, was a, it's a 1978 Mac CF pumper. And it was probably the coolest thing I've ever driven in my life. It was really cool. Mac trucks are where it's at. If that's what Mac means. I don't know. Maybe you're a truck driver. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. 24,000 Chinese migrants apprehended. How many were not apprehended? And just sorry, you know, Chinese migrants, are they a, a huge threat? Alien? I Listen, everyone's a threat. To me, everyone's a threat. You're coming over unvetted, you're a threat. But there are bigger threats. Syrians, you know, uh, the people from Lebanon, Yemen, all of these, Turkey, all of these people that have history of hating America with their Muslim groups. <laughs> that was good. Pumper, I hardly even know her. Never stopped me before. <laughs> oh, it's sick. It's too early for that. Shh. <laughs> so here. More border stuff. And this is the thing, like, and I have more stuff to cover. And again, it's like every morning's going over an hour. It is what it is. The border stuff is important. It's always been important. But it's been, oh, that's your name. All right, Mac is your name. That, that makes sense then. That's, so, it's important to not stop talking about the border. The problem is it's like not enough people, in my opinion, are talking about it or doing, taking any measures to put pressure on people to do anything about it. This is our problem. This is our tremendous, tremendous problem. We are becoming uh, just not becoming. We are a joke. We are a joke. We were becoming a joke, but now we are a joke. And here's more here. Arizona border migrant surge continues. 13,000 arrested in one week. How many were not? Tucson sector border patrol agents apprehended nearly 13,000 aliens in a single week. This represents the third week, third weekly report from the sector in, ex in excess of 10,000 alien apprehensions. They reported on October 7th, the Tucson sector chief that his agents apprehended 12,992 migrants during the previous seven days of October 7th. This was the third straight week. Wow. Where they reported the arrest of more than 10,000 migrants in a single week. Here, week in review. This is October 7th. 12,992 apprehension. Apprehensions, 192 rescues, which means Border Patrol to put their life in danger to rescue illegal aliens, 127 federal criminal cases, 18 human smuggling events. These are things that they caught. Five narcotics events and two firearms seized. Yeah, well, probably double and triple those numbers of the amount of actual things that have happened, with the exception of apprehensions. What about the gotaways? It's wild, people, and this is... This is a product of our federal government. And then here is another story based off illegal aliens. <clears throat> Feds bust high school teacher, an illegal immigrant, and gun buying conspiracy. How many gun buying conspiracies and gun trafficking operations 
or worse, how about explosive trafficking operations are, are being conducted right under our nose with the help of the cartels who own property and businesses in our country who are working with these terrorist organizations with their terrorist cells, getting them transported and getting all the items and weapons that they need trafficked in to possibly attack American people on American soil. This is just, I'm not saying maybe this was one of them. You have a high school teacher buying weapons and then giving it to an illegal alien. Where are they going? They're they're not being used for target practice, people, or at least paper targets. They're not being used, you know, for anything less than crime, murder, whatever it is. Just as millions of Americans are becoming more concerned about the open border, which boggles my mind. Just as millions of you should be concerned with the border, you should have been concerned with the border for for two years now, okay. And before Donald Trump, it was a concern. It's always a concern, but it was less of as a concern because we had a secure border under Donald Trump. The numbers speak for itself. You're always going to have people that come over, but the numbers speak for itself. But just as millions of Americans are becoming more concerned about the open border due to the terrorism in Israel, a teacher and an illegal alien have been busted for what basically amounts to arms trafficking. The illegal immigrant in this case, alien, had actually been deported but was able to sneak back into the country. Money to be made, money to be made, got to get that paper, I'm coming back, and we let him. A high school teacher left his dog in a hot car for an hour and a half while he made illegal straw purchases of guns, which he turned over to an illegal immigrant who then, alien, who then spread them around, including two weapons that were later used in shootings. Okay, there you go. Federal agents kept it. They left the dog in the car. Not for nothing. She should be executed just for that, for leaving a dog in a hot car. Just, just, I'm good. I'm good with the face shot just for that. Federal agents kept an eye on the whole scene and moved in for the bust, arresting both the gun buyer and the illegal alien. Though the dog perished, son of a bitch. Federal authorities said Tuesday as they announced multi-year sentences for the two culprits. The dog. I'd rather those two left. They should put those two in a hot box in the desert of Arizona. Leave them there until they become skeletons. Prosecutors said DeAndrea Cannon, the teacher and basketball coach, Bought nearly four dozen guns in Georgia over four, four months in 2022, handing them off to Conroy Samuels, a Jamaican illegal alien who'd been deported but snuck back in, and who also had a 2003 conviction for attempted murder on his rap sheet. <laughs> oh my God, we are such a joke. Samuels then distributed the weapons, including the ones used in multiple shootings in Connecticut, authorities said. So, this is, just a, this is just a small gun trafficking operation. Imagine them on a big scale and where these guns are going. How many, how many illegal aliens do you think are in possession of firearms now? Illegal firearms. And they'll blame the guns. Of course they'll blame the guns. Illegal guns that aren't bought at gun stores. But they'll blame the guns and want to put gun stores and gun manufacturers out of business because we have pieces of shit 
that are trafficking illegal guns and piece of shit American citizens that are seeing the opportunity to make money because the economy is so bad and every penny counts. And out of desperation, people will do desperate things. How many illegal aliens have guns? How many? Too many. One is too many. Samuels had to rely on Cannon 34 for the purchases because neither illegal aliens nor felons are generally allowed to purchase or possess firearms. So she's buying them legally, American citizen, desperate to make money, and then handing them off to this piece of shit that hates America. A previously deported, undocumented alien with a violent criminal history and a former school paraprofessional who fatally abandoned the dog in a hot car while straw purchasing firearms have been sentenced to federal prison for their roles in trafficking guns later used in shootings. Firearms traffickers fuel gun violence in our communities, placing citizens at risk of injury and death, said U.S. Attorney Ryan K. Buchanan. Our office is committed to partnering with our federal, state, and local law enforcement partners to pursue and prosecute criminals whose disregard for life contributes to the illegal flow of guns onto our streets. Although we are very pleased with the success of this operation, unfortunately this operation highlights the persistence of illegal firearms trafficking and demonstrates that this type of crime is real and must be continuously battled, said ATF Assistant Special Agent in Charge Alicia Jones. ATF will continue to work alongside our federal, state, and local partners to furtherance of reducing gun crime. Who knew the feds were still capable of making this type of arrest? This is just one, something small, but of course involved an illegal alien, but of course involved some piece of shit American citizen, again, desperate for money, desperate enough, even as a school teacher, for money. Imagine you're at school, then after school, you're coaching basketball. It's like, oh, time to go buy some guns for my Jamaican illegal alien friend so I can make ends meet because the economy is so fucking bad because the border is open, driving wages down because inflation and grocery bills and gas bills. Oh, I have this opportunity. <clears throat> she probably met him. They were banging. And he, whatever it is, whatever it is, it's sick. It really, it really, really is sick. Well, that is sick. And also what else is sick is the amount of people in this country. Now, again, the argument of, yeah, the way people treat their pets shows their true character 100%. 100%. I love when people go, you let your German Shepherd on your couch? Yeah, he's a family member. I'm sorry that you cage your poodle because you're a fucking piece of shit. No, 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 no. My dog is my family. My dog can come in the bed. My dog could come on the couch. Hey, my dog can jump in the, in the shower. Like it is, it is my family, very obedient family member. Knows his place, but... No, I don't cage my dogs. And uh, yeah, you definitely, the way people uh, treat their pets, it really shows their true character 100%. Listen, if you haven't yet, hit the like button, hit the thumbs up, or you're a fed.
Very important. Hit that thumbs up. It really helps helps juice the algorithm. It's very important. So, you know, the global war on terror has emboldened and um, just electrified the amount of terrorism support around our country. Whether these people are citizens, whether these people are illegals, whether these people are just residents, green card holders, whatever it might be. Oh, Carol Davis in the chat. Good morning from Iowa. They're all over. They're all over this country holding rallies. Dearborn, Michigan. They held a pro-Palestine rally. Basically, a pro Fuck America, fuck Israel, anyone that's not a goat-fucking terrorist. And they're holding them like, like you would see a Trump rally. All right? So check this out. This is from Dearborn, Michigan, yesterday. Look at this. Look at this. This is in America, in a venue, like an auditorium, a theater. Dearborn, Michigan. Isn't that amazing? Look at this. Actually, what's crazy is, hold on, I got to back up a little bit. Right in the front row there, I see an American flag, which is interesting. See it right there? Right there, American flag. That's weird. I just noticed that. But then here. One American flag. All these Palestinian flags. Very, very interesting. And this is happening all over America, on the streets, in theaters, venues. Yeah, people have the right to assemble. But half of them are dumbass liberals. But these people, college kids, a lot of them are college kids. It, this isn't pro-Palestinian. It's anti-Israeli. Got it. Yeah. I mean, listen. It seems one and the same. One and the same. One and the same to me. Anti-Israeli. It's anti-American. It's anti because these people hate America, the place that they're in, and most likely being educated in, uh, receiving some sort of government assistance from. Hate America just as much as these goat fuckers that are bombing is and and shooting Israelis. And Americans. Because Americans are dying in this as well. I think what they're up to, 11 dead as of yesterday and over 20 that are missing, possibly abducted. Self-indulgent, high self-esteem fuckers. Yeah, it's wild. And then, of course, for those people that really want to be pro- Palestinian, okay, or anti-Israeli. So I, I'm not, I'm not anti-Israeli. Like, I just don't want to be fighting in this war alongside them. They're capable of doing it. They're capable of fighting. They're like the 18th or something like that, around 18th strongest military in the world. 
you know, the, these these rock-throwing, bomb-throwing terrorists next door to them, they don't have a chance. Nobody wants to see innocent people killed, but you want to know something? This war, it just it's been going on before all of us has, have been alive. When is it going to end? It'll probably just end until one side is just completely annihilated, and I'm, I'm, I don't care. I don't care. You know, like I care about America, America first, our border, our economy, our kids, our problem here with the sick progressive liberals that want to fuck our country up to beyond recognition. Where if you want to be pro-Palestinian and anti-Israeli and anti-America, well, then you are aligning with Black Lives Matter now because right now BLM grassroots aligns itself with Palestinian terrorist group for the decolonization of America. Black Lives Matter grassroots recently released a statement expressing solidarity with our Palestinian family drawing parallels between the struggles faced by black Americans and those faced by Palestinians and calling for a decolonization of America. Do you know how many Jewish people that I know or I've seen supporting Black Lives Matter during the riots and George Floyd and all of this shit? I've seen so many supporting Black Lives Matter. Well, told you so. Black Lives Matter Grassroots is a nonprofit organization that supports Black Lives Matter chapters, partnering organizations, groups, and people, except they do nothing for communities and nothing for people other than raise money to buy mansions and give ridiculous salaries to family members. BLM Grassroots stands in solidarity with our Palestinian family who are currently resisting 57 years of settler colonialism and apartheid as black people continue to fight to end militarism and mass incarceration in our own communities. We'll talk to Joe Biden about the mass incarceration of black people. Let us understand the resistance in Palestine as an attempt to tear down the gates of the world's largest open air prison as a radical black organization grounded in abolitionist ideals. We see clear parallels between black and Palestinian people. Yeah, Biden actually united a people, the Middle Eastern people. 100%. I don't care either. Pray for the innocent lives lost. It's unfortunate. War is hell. We all should be focusing on America first, American American safety, what's happening here. And not only that, but pressuring our representatives to do the same. So here you go. Here's their, their Twitter. It's, oh, this was my favorite. This was my favorite that I got to bring up. This tweet. BLM, this is their, this is their, the Chicago chapter of Black Lives Matter releases graphic of a Hamas paraglider with the text, I stand with Palestine. A unit of Hamas militants used paragliders and hang gliders to launch their armed massacre of civilians in southern Israel. And this is what Black Lives Matter posts. I stand with Palestine, the Chicago chapter. Can you imagine? Imagine. It's wild. This is the same as when, like, in Afghanistan, when the kids were running around with the shirts with the World Trade Center burning on them. They, they literally, they, had, they were making shirts 
with Manhattan burning. This is the, this is the same thing. It's the same thing. They're disgusting animals. And what is our country doing? Our country is doing nothing but looking to spend more money between Ukraine and Israel, acting like they care, when in reality they do not. Did you see this cuck? We played it last night on our show. But this cuck, John Kirby, starts crying on live on, on a live interview. This this is ridiculous. I uh oh, of course this is gonna happen. It, Here we go. I'm sorry. It's it's very excuse me. Very difficult to look at these. Fuck you. Uh, And the the, the human cost. And these are human beings. They're family members. They're friends. They're loved ones. He's so full of shit. Sisters. Yeah, it's difficult. And I apologize. Of course, he has nothing to apologize for. uh, You know what? He has everything to apologize for. The entire regime has everything to apologize for. For opening the borders. For... Did he cry when the kids in Maui went missing? I mean, did he cry when sons, daughters, and cousins were killed by a tranny in New ha- in in, uh, in Tennessee? And not for nothing. You're you're in government leadership at the level you are, and you're crying on a public interview. Do we not seem weak enough to the world? Are we? Are we? not clown enough on the world stage that now you're going to cry. It's bad enough. We have a president that shows up at the podium and shuffles around 90 minutes late. Speaks for about, I don't know, 10 or 12 minutes. Never mentions. Iran. never mentions. Iran. the funding walks out of the room Reporters are yelling, are you going to consider refreezing the $6 billion that you unfroze? Won't mention Iran. All they'll say is, well, we know Iran has a history of funding terrorist organizations and terrorist attacks, but we have no evidence that they were involved in this one. Kirby the cunt. I like that. Cunty Kirby. (laughs) Yeah, potato brain Biden. And then, of course, you have a president with balls when Donald Trump addressed the UN and literally shit-talked Iran to their face in front of the world. No one would have the balls to do this. No, Joe Biden wants to give them five detainees and unfreeze $6 billion of their money so they can go ahead and keep funding attacks and nuclear projects. Listen to Donald Trump at the UN. The Iranian government masks a corrupt dictatorship behind the false guise. Look at, the, look at this guy from Iran. It has turned a wealthy country <laughs> with a rich history and culture into an economically depleted rogue state whose chief exports are violence, bloodshed, and chaos. 
The longest suffering victims of Iran's leaders are, in fact, its own people. Rather than use its resources to improve Iranian lives, its oil profits go to fund Hezbollah and other terrorists that kill innocent Muslims and attack their peaceful Arab and Israeli neighbors. This wealth, which rightly belongs to Iran's people, also goes to shore up Bashar al-Assad's dictatorship, fuel Yemen's civil war, and undermine peace throughout the entire Middle East. We cannot let a murderous regime continue these destabilizing activities <laughs> while building dangerous missiles, and we cannot abide by an agreement if it provides cover for the eventual construction of a nuclear program. He just doesn't care. Fuck these people. The Iran deal was one of the worst and most one-sided transactions the United States has ever entered into. Frankly, that deal is an embarrassment to the United States, and I don't think you've heard the last of it. Believe me. Ah, look at this guy. Look at him. He it is time him. for the entire world <laughs> to join us in demanding that Iran's government end its pursuit of death and destruction. <laughs> it is time for the regime to free all Americans and citizens of other nations that they have unjustly detained. And above all, Iran's government must stop supporting terrorists begin serving its own people and respect the sovereign rights of its neighbors. The entire world understands that the good people of Iran want change. And other than the vast military power of the United States, that Iran's people are what their leaders fear the most. Fact. All facts. And who had the balls to say it to Iran? Donald J. Trump. And who are the feckless, gutless pieces of shit that are afraid to talk like this to Iran? The Biden regime, uniparty Republicans. I believe that speech was in 2017, possibly. I believe. I think it was either 2017 or 2018. The Iranian oh, government. I think it was 2017. But... It was while he was president, and maybe eight, eight, either 17 or 18, maybe 19. I think it was 17, but neither here nor there. It was when he was president. And look, stone cold right there. You're in, you're in the room. You're all in the room. Fuck Iran. You're a bunch of terrorists. And no, no, one, else had, well, no one else has the balls to do that. Yep, last time Iran got twitchy, Trump dropped a Moab. And they just went right back in their holes. And now look at them. They're running rampant because we're a joke. We're a joke on the world stage. We're a joke. Iran, fund, Iran funded this attack one way or another, maybe not by with the $6 billion that we just unfroze, but money's fungible. That is a credit line. Biden is a pushover. He's a piece of shit. He's weak. Our country is weak. He weakened us. 
and all we're going to do is have thoughts and prayers, money, 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 money we don't have, burden the American people. And then here, here, White House confirms more than 20 Americans unaccounted for in Israel. They're like an unknown number held hostage. I think the number is 11 that, that I think are dead. That cuck Jake Sullivan confirmed during a White House press conference too that at least 20 Americans are unaccounted for in Israel after attacks on Saturday by Palestinian terrorist organization Hamas. That left over 1,000 dead. We believe there are 20 or more Americans who at this point are missing. He's, he said he did not know about their condition and could not confirm a precise number on those missing. But there are doctors missing, there are teachers missing, Americans are missing. Whether they're plumbers or doctors, it doesn't matter. There are Americans there that are missing, our, and, and we're just, we're just going to keep giving Iran money. But don't make no mistake that Biden had another opportunity, and he took it to bring up his dead son, Bo Biden. Biden compares losing his son, Bo, to Israelis whose family members were slaughtered in the streets by these goat-fucking terrorists from Hamas. Literally yesterday, making the remarks, he spoke about his son, Bo Biden. We got the little video clip right here. And it is sickening. Today, Americans across the country are praying for all those families who have been ripped apart. A lot of us know how it feels. It leaves a black hole in your chest when you lose family. Feeling like you're being sucked in. The anger, the pain. Sense of hopelessness. This is what they mean by a human tragedy. An atrocity on an appalling scale. Yeah, we get it. We get it. And you were complicit in it by funding Iran. It's it's sickening. It, It really, really is sickening. Human tragedy. We know what it's like. I mean, uh, a lot of us know Joe Biden does not know how it feels to lose a family member in this such a, in this way. He lost his son to cancer, and when he says, "We know the loss," a lot of us know how it feels. When your family is ripped apart by loss, you don't know how it feels. A lot of us, who's us? It leaves a black hole in his chest when you lose family? Yes. But Bo Biden wasn't gunned down. Us. You don't know what it's like. You have no idea. Did he say Bo Biden's name directly? No, but when he's talking about, you know, People like us, when we lose family members, I've lost family members, and I wouldn't say anything about knowing how these people feel whose family member was massacred in the fucking street or in their bed. Yeah. 
it's 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 really it's really disgusting. This whole regime is disgusting. Another part that's disgusting is twenty Americans missing, or is it like fourteen killed? I think it was updated. Could be more now confirmed. And Biden has not contacted or spoken. No reports of it of him speaking to any of the families of the missing or the or the dead. None of them. I'm wondering if the reason is because of the blowback he received when he attempted to speak to the families and have them families of uh, of the 13 service members that were blown up in Afghanistan during his botched evacuation when he had them at the White House and they 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 gave it to him and they continue to give it to him that it was his fault and he's the reason and his evacuation plan his regime's evacuation plan is the reason that their loved ones are dead well the people the 14 that were killed so far and the ones that are missing 100% have someone to blame yes they have hamas to blame they have the Palestinian people for electing a Hamas and how whatever theory you might have. But you also have our regime, current regime, the Biden regime to blame for allowing this to happen, for funding Iran as much as we have, not even counting the $6 billion. How about uh, cash pallets Obama and everything in between. <laughs> Fuck these people. It's, it's it's just all it's all it's all disheartening. And with all of that, the White House still refuses to freeze to refreeze the six billion dollars, which they can, and they're not. So it's we're, we're we're just complicit in all of this. Our government is complicit. Our government's always been complicit. And listen, our intelligence agencies, and again, how this all went undetected, it's just crazy. Is it what is it a distraction from? It, was this I'm not trying to get conspiratorial or anything, but just none of none of this makes sense. None of this makes sense. Some of the most advanced weapon systems and detection systems and military and and intelligence agency, Mossad, that works with our CIA. No nobody detected this. No one detected this. Meanwhile, we got a corrupt president here, a corrupt regime. We have members of Congress who are literally entrenched in supporting terrorists. You know, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, AOC, Cori Bush, all of them. And, and, you know, they're all quiet. They're all quiet. They're loving this. They are absolutely loving the fact that their team... The terrorists are winning by slaughtering Israelis. Of course, they'll never say it publicly. 
before we go at the end of the show, I got to do it. I got to, you know, self-sponsored, mypatriotcigar.com. I got to play it. Here we go. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. Patriot Cigars, my company, mypatriotcigars.com. Use promo code MAGA, 25% off, free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. Self-sponsored, my company. Appreciate the support as always. Definitely support with a smoke. We got some great merch. It's my dog barking in the background. You can also buy cigars for deployed service members there at a discounted rate and use the promo code for that to get an additional 25% off. And we put cigars in the hands of deployed service members all over the country and the world. And who knows, we may have a lot of deployed service members over in the Middle East very, very soon. And they would probably love to have Patriot Cigars while um, they're, you know, killing terrorists, unfortunately, that they're going to have to be put through. Our sons and daughters having to go over and get involved in another war that they should not be involved with. And it really is disgusting. Oh, Big Mac, you've had the cigars. Sidewinders are killer. Thank you. And I've actually just, the Sidewinder cigar uh, was going to be a limited release, but because of the popularity, that is actually here to stay. And, oh, that reminds me. I actually AP unfiltered because I've been so busy. I'm going to do that right when I'm done. I'm going to set up your promo code for your show, and I meant to do it. I have it on a pink posted note in my office, and I still neglected to do it. I will do that. Yes, AP Unfiltered will have his own promo code for his show over there. I really don't care whose promo code you use. You should just order. Mark 48, it's a great cigar. People love it. People love it. All right, everybody, that's going to be it for today. If you missed We The People Radio last night, go check it out with uh, James Curry and I. We got into it with the uh, conflict, war in the Middle East. I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern as usual. Hit the thumbs up, hit the like, share the link, tell your friends. And uh, as always, MAGA Hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow.